Punks. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of the podcast. My name is Emmett, my pronouns are he, him, his, and I'm one of the rotating hosts of the show. Today's episode features Jesse Hauf, the Arts Minister at Washington City Church of the Brethren in Washington, D.C. Jesse is joined by Jacob, whose voice regular listeners of the show will recognize, and Agnes, both members of Washington City Church of the Brethren. Jesse, Agnes, and Jacob are discussing their congregation's plan to use their space on Capitol Hill to foster arts, build community, and worship God through creativity. Have you ever thought about having an art gallery in your church? After listening to today's episode, I hope that perhaps you'll consider it. So with that, I'll hand things over to Jesse for this engaging and inspiring conversation between friends. Jacob Agnes. Hello. Hi. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> oh, it's going so great. We are we are sitting down. We are partly virtual, partly together, talking about art and ministry and arts ministry at Washington City. So excited for this. <laughs> Yay. Thank you both yes. for, for wanting to talk to me for about an hour. I really appreciate it. This is going to be great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Well, I really wanted to have a Dunker Punks episode on the topic of arts ministry um, because it's what I do, and I think it's a it's a really cool new thing that our church is doing. Uh, we, Jacob, Agnes, and I are all from the Washington City Church of the Brethren, which is in Capitol Hill, Washington, D.C., in the thick of it, as you might say, which is very exciting, and our building itself is very big, and we're in the heart of D.C., and we have so many 
people around us and organizations and art happening everywhere. Um, and we have so much space that's being underutilized. Um, I'll get into that a little bit later, but I kind of wanted to just give a brief description of what uh, arts ministry kind of is and what we're sort of doing with it. Um, arts ministry, I mean, to take it quite simple, to put it quite simple, is ministry that involves the arts, whether it's visual arts or performing. It's not just, you know, paintings that you put on a wall, but it's music, it's theater, it's engagement, it's creating something uh, with other people. And that's what I went to school for. Um, I got my master's in community art. And so I really thought, how cool would it be for my career to have a ministry at a Church of the Brethren, which is the denomination I grew up in, and live and teach art and do art as church. <laughs> yeah, that's like the ideal. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The ideal situation. Yeah, taking what you're passionate about and connecting it to to something that you're also passionate about. So uh, we'll, we'll dive pretty deeply into what more all of that means and, and how we're doing it. Um, and Jacob and Agnes, you have been a part of the Washington City Congregation for longer than I have. I've only been around for about a year. Um, so could you all describe, well, first of all, you can introduce yourselves um, with your names and your pronouns. I forgot my pronouns. My pronouns are she, her. Uh, my name is Jesse Hoff. And um, maybe just say how, how many years you've been a part of this congregation. Sounds good. I'm Jacob Kraus. I uh, am the music leader here at Washington City. Um, I've been uh, re attending here regularly since uh, late 2014, so it's like seven years or so. Um, and my pronouns are he, him, his. Cool. Um, yeah, so I'm Agnes Chen. My pronouns are she, her. And Jesse, that is a great question. <laughs> In terms of how many years have I been with Washington City? Um, I'm not sure if I'm able to quantify all of those years. But uh, like Jacob, I first heard about the church when I was uh, volunteering with uh, Mennonite Central Committee back in 2013 and 2014. Although, Jacob, I think I came and was in D.C. Uh, right before you came around. Mm -hmm. And I got to be neighbors and colleagues with uh, Nate and Jen. Um, and of course, with Brian, who's now my husband. Um, then I was back in D.C. again just for a few months in 2017. Nate, sorry to interrupt. Nate and Jen are um, two of the pastors on our pastoral team here at Washington oh, yes. City. Nate and Jen Hostler. Yes. And then, yeah, so I attended briefly uh, again back in 2017 and then uh, third time around when I was in D.C. starting in mid-2019, um, I started attending again. Wow. So you've been in and out, around and about, and you're here <laughs> for good now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll see about the for good part. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's so great. It's wonderful to hear all y'all's in involvement in, in this congregation. So something that I find very interesting is I was uh, posting on Facebook after I had graduated um, from my graduate school, and Jen, one of our pastors, had reached out to me via Facebook to say, hey, I saw, I saw your um, degree and what it's in. We've been talking about having an arts ministry for a while, and I was like, uh, that's super cool. What a dream. And so we had conversations and here we are. Um, 
But Jacob, I'd like to ask you about, you, you since you've been here for, for a little bit longer, you were kind of a part of some of these conversations that at least Nate and Jen were having about wanting to have an arts ministry here. So can you talk a little bit about that process and how it came about? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it came about, uh, th- we've gone through a lot of transitions over or since I've been here. Um, uh, the pastoral team, Nate, Jen, and Jeff, and then a lot of our core members, we had kind of a time of visioning just to like kind of repurpose and so many new people had come to the congregation. Some of the like um, community ministries we were doing just didn't like vibe with the congregation or what the community needed and stuff like that at the time. And like you said, we had all this space and felt like we really needed to uh, kind of utilize the space and what the congregation was uh, energetic towards. Um, And yeah, just like come up with something to help us uh, reconnect to this community uh, on Capitol Hill. And uh, I think, I think the idea originally came from like the, it's really an old concept coming from like pre Baroque times Mm -hmm. where like the church was one of the biggest, um, I guess, patron of the arts, like a visual art of music. I mean, if you just think about historical art pieces, like, almost everything you think about in buildings and museums. architecture, yeah, museums, whatever, um, uh, pieces that you've played, you know, in your band and in middle school and high school all came from the church. And we're like, where, when did that stop happening? <laughs> so we're like, why don't, it'd be really cool. Um, art is something that is fairly, I mean, at its like base level is fairly accessible um, to a lot of people to get involved in. And uh, it'd be really cool to have the church kind of, you know, uh, yeah, be encouraging that. And kind of like uh, Agnes was saying, you know, where she's come and gone, come and gone. Um, DC's a super transient community, just generally. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, people come here to work uh, on the hill or whatever um, and then leave for a few years and then come back and stuff like that. So having a ministry um, that can vibe with that was um, also something we were really looking towards. And that's, yeah, that's kind of where the community arts thing came about and we were yeah it was just i don't know divine intervention when <laughs> jen jen saw your your post about your um your degree and stuff so yeah well that's that's amazing you know people ask me all the time and asked me all the time when i was in school and before you know what's your dream job and i was never able and i'm still not really able to pinpoint exactly what that is but i think this is part of it like i think that you know, starting something at a at a church that is very dear to me and my heart and my upbringing and such a large part of me to bring my expertise and my talents to that and make something amazing in collaboration with others is like my total jam. Like who could yeah. ask for more? I just think it's so cool. Well, thanks. Thanks for that kind mm-hmm. of background. So here we are. It's, you know, summer getting into fall of 2021. Um, it was weird. I was hired like in September of 2020. So my ideas for um, the arts ministry here was really reliant on being together in the building and mm-hmm. working on stuff. And, you know, I kind of had to rethink how, how to do stuff virtually. Um, and one of the things that uh, – Jacob had touched on earlier about our space is that we have a ton of space on our lower level right now that was just not being used or being 
underused. Um, and that is what I have been working on in the last several months to make it usable, make it cool, make it interesting. And so if, if you've never been in the church building, uh, downstairs we have about 1,300 square feet. I did the math myself. <laughs> Thank you. Nice. And it's divided into kind of like three separate-ish rooms, and these rooms are massive. There's so much space. There's, you know, tallish ceilings and just a lot of floor space, a lot of wall space, and we're trying to turn that into a gallery and a community space. We're calling it Art Gallery and, commu- and Multi-Use Community Space. Not very catchy. We're working on names. Um, if you have any suggestions, please feel free to email us. But we're working on making that space cool and usable, which requires a lot of TLC. Um, I've been watching a lot of HGTV lately, <laughs> and so I've been very interested in like tearing stuff down. We have just lots of layers of old wood paneling on the walls that we're trying to take down and scrape up old floor tile that is broken and gross. And it's taken a lot of energy and a lot of sweat equity, sweat, blood, and tears. And so uh, we've been organizing kind of like work days down there. And one of our, actually, I think our very first work day, Jacob, Agnes, and I were down there working our butts off. And it was awesome. It was a good time. It was so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, not only, like, get sweaty together, but also to, like, imagine what the space could be and yeah. clean it up and, and talk about, you know, catch up. We hadn't seen each other in a while. Um, so that was something really exciting. And this past Saturday, we organized a group of, of volunteers to come out from Oakton Church of the Brethren, which is very close to us there in the Vienna, Virginia area. And they come they came up, there were about five or six volunteers that came and did some did some cleaning and some priming and some painting. And so uh, I interviewed a couple of them. So we'll listen to some of their interviews. Okay. What's your name? Sarah Burkett. Hi Sarah Burkett. Thanks for being here. Um, so what uh, church are you from? I'm from Oakton Church of the Brethren. And where is that? Um, it's right in Vienna, uh, right on the line between Oakton and Vienna. Right, in Virginia, yes? Yes, in Virginia. Right, cool. So why did you decide to volunteer with us today? Uh, well, a few weeks ago, I did um, a work camp with my mom and my cousin, and my mom said that this is going to be similar to the work camp. Yeah. <laughs> and I I like painting, so I that's why I chose to do this. Awesome. I love that. Which work camp did you do? Um, it was FaithX, uh-huh. and it was the Northern Virginia with Manassas and Noakesville. That is awesome. I love that. Well, great. Um, so can you describe kind of what's going on in this space and what you've been working on so far? Um, well, we wiped down the walls, and now we are uh, priming for painting. And we've gotten, like, half the room done, pretty much. Yeah. Is this a big room, small room? It's a lot bigger than I expected it to be. Oh, right on. Yeah, I thought it was going to be, like, a small <laughs> room, like it, like our rooms at the, our church. Nope, you got your work cut out for you today. <laughs> Great. And uh, let's see, is that all I had? 
oh, since you've been in this space, you know, it's kind of a big rectangle. What, and I know we're still, we're still painting and working on it, but what kinds of events or things can you see going on in this space once it's all done and prettied up? I feel like probably like some youth events or like um, some church events, like Bible studies and VBS if, we, if you have it things like that what I think would be a good space for this. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sari, for, for being here and for helping out. Thank you. Okay, what is your name? My name is John Eddy. And are you from the Oakton Church of the Brethren as well? I am. Very good, very good. So we kind of got an idea of what we're doing in this space. What have you been working on today? Um, I did some cleaning of the walls and shop vacuuming of the, you know, cobwebs and other dusty things and then uh, I've been taping off the um, you know where we need to cut in the paint and all that stuff so some prep work um, and then I'm almost done with that gonna start getting into some painting and priming so excellent thanks yep. so why did you decide to volunteer with us today um, uh, my wife Colleen has forwarded me a message that said hey they're going to the, the uh, you know Washington City Church to do some work and you know as I like to say I love a good work day and um, <laughs> Um, uh, and I had actually never been here before, and so I was really excited to come see this church and, and help out as where I could. So, Oh, that's so great. Yeah. I love that. Well, we're so happy you're here. And seeing this space, what kinds of events can you see going on here? I mean, I, you know, I, I think lots of different things. I mean, obviously, it's going to be used as an as a art um, gallery, right, where people can come share their their art and um, and collaborate on things and maybe conferences or whatever you know I think it's going to be a really cool space when we're done. Yay. So well, thanks so much. I will not distract you too much uh, from getting to paint, but thanks a lot. Okay. So let's talk about the space. So Agnes, would you mind giving us kind of a, a visual of, of the space that we had, that we worked in and what we did that first day when we got our hands dirty? Sure. Um, so yeah, I uh, actually don't think that I um, have ever gone to the two rooms that we worked on um, until that day when uh, we were cleaning up that space. The first time I was there with you all, uh, we were definitely on a clean and hauling mode. Um, that was the first time I learned how to use a crowbar. Yes. <laughs> Probably still don't really know how to use it. Um, and uh, yeah, we just did a lot of cleaning, a lot of uh, dusting. Um, yeah, that, that that space, you know, it's kind of like a two-room gallery space. And, and I'm actually curious to hear whether or not you both would be interested in, like, tearing down the wall or, <laughs> or not. Um, but, yeah, uh, that, you know, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good size to, to have, um, you know, a gallery space. It's also um, right by... Um, uh, where the community gardens are. Mm -hmm. So I thought that that's interesting that, you know, is, is there an element there that, you know, we can bring the outside in, inside out. I'm probably watching too many tiny house videos. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so yeah, just a lot of cleaning, a lot of uh, breaking ceiling tiles. Mm -hmm. um, Jacob, what do you think about the space and yeah, I yeah. think the the 
using the crowbar and the destructive <laughs> part of it's a really good way to get started. Um, especially since like you can uncover some cool stuff mm-hmm. too. I think one of the thing, one of the features of the rooms that we really dug was when you take the ceiling tiles off, it has this like cool arched ceiling, mm-hmm. um, like, like multiple arches together that kind of flows. Um, and then, uh, exposing some of the brick too ended up looking really sweet. Um, yeah. whether or not we painted or whatever, it's going to, it, it's going to be a, a neat feature. So yeah. Um, I'm excited to see how they turn out. Yeah, whatever. for sure. Yeah. It's been really cool to kind of peel back all the layers and see, you know, how the space was constructed mm-hmm. and the ceiling, like you were saying, Jacob is so cool and so sturdy <laughs> yeah. like concrete ceiling and to peel back all the layers and, and see what's going on. I've never been dirtier in my entire <laughs> life, just like completely covered in like dust and spider webs and dirt and sweat and all those things. But it has been really cool yes. to see how, how it's starting to look. Cause we weren't really sure we, we have a plan if that's not convincing, I don't know what is. <laughs> we do have a plan-ish, um, but we kind of had to take down a lot of stuff to see what we were working with first. Yeah. And so yeah, there's exactly. there's a lot of things that, that we need to do. The downside of being a, a small congregation is we don't have a whole lot of like handy construction worker, retired, you know, people who know how to do electric work and and stuff like that. We kind of have to hire people in or just figure it out ourselves. So that's been an interesting and fun challenge uh, to figure out, you know, how we get new lighting in the space. Um, But Agnes, you had mentioned there's a wall in between the two rooms. So that's temporary wall and we are wanting to remove it which would mean that two smaller rooms would become one gigantic room. And as soon as I think about that, how many awesome dance classes can we have in there? Yoga classes, (laughs) Zumba, swing (laughs) dance. Y'all, we can have so, so many dancing opportunities down there. And it's also right, so Agnes mentioned it's right um, by our community garden. So there is an entrance that you can go in. That door needs work. I don't think I've ever seen it opened, <laughs> but it's a really sweet door. And, you know, it, it, it's right off of a residential street. So if we could have that open, have a little like sandwich, um, what do you call those things? A, uh, a sandwich board that yeah. you put outside to like advertise what's going on inside. Mm-hmm. We won't be selling sandwiches, but we will be selling fun experiences for free. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> um, so speaking of things that happen in the space, um, I worked for a, an organization a while back that asked us what our unicorns were um, for the company or for the organization. Things that we really wanted to see regardless of budget or like anything like that. In a perfect world where you have absolutely no restraints or restrictions, what are your unicorn ideas? So I would love to just bounce off of each other's unicorns and see what kinds of stuff we can we want to see in the space. I should also mention that the spaces are very close to our gigantic fellowship hall, which is being underutilized right now. Um, we occasionally have people rent it out for, you know, things like dance recitals or stuff like that. But um, that's also kind of space that I could, you know, we could all think about as well. But 
What are your unicorns? If we can do anything, what would we do? Do you have some off the top of your head, Agnes? Yeah, what I really like about um, uh, those art galleries that I have in mind is that, you know, it's not only a space to like display amazing artwork and photographs, but it's like that community engagement piece mm-hmm. that, that that you both were mentioning. Um, and Jesse, I'm glad you connected that to like that huge fellowship hall too, because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it would be great to connect that art gallery and to have, yeah, a space where we can do, um, yeah, performing arts, mm-hmm. you know, and and, mm-hmm. and there's definitely space for that, um, which is awesome. Yeah, I, I really like, you know, just having that open space, like what you said, to do yoga, to dance, to do, you know, more interactive arts and crafts. Um, yeah. Yeah, we've been yeah, doing a can, Zoom yeah. art night uh, that Jesse's mm-hmm. been leading. And just to like maybe have a eventually, you know, when COVID calms down or whatever, have something similar in person yeah. would be so exciting. Just like get out of the house, do some artwork with friends and hang out, you yeah. know, in a cool space. I think uh, one of the other things for me is that um, and this partly comes from my work where I work with conferences and things like that. And um, being on Capitol Hill and having like a cool, trendy galleries, multi-purpose space, you know, you could have the art on the walls and stuff, but you could also set up tables in the mm. middle to have pre-conferences for Hill visits for, mm. you know, peace churches that want to come do that or whatever. Um, we've, you know, participated in some, uh, marches and stuff as a church. And so having like a staging area for those mm. and for teaching conflict de-escalation before you go into those, you know, something like that. So yeah. there's a lot of like cool ideas for, uh, events or uses, I suppose. I think this, this, this gallery in particular is going to like give some energy for maybe doing some stuff to the fellowship hall too, to make that like a really great space yeah. for, um, for events and punk concerts. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of, of events that are connected to churches, but are also connected with the city. And if there mm-hmm. are yeah, you know, exactly. organizations in the city or if there are things happening in the city that we can be here for, you know, if there's like um, a, a protest, a peaceful protest or something, we can gather here and like make a bunch of signs the day mm-hmm. before, you know, it could even be impromptu. But, um, yeah, I definitely envision just tons of workshops. I, I think about all of the artists that are a part of this, our congregation, and are in our, like, district and community. Um, I think about people, I, I would love to have, like, a plant extravaganza where we plant little potted plants. Plants are so in now. <laughs> yes. They are the thing yep. to have. <laughs> And how cool would it be to, like, make your own plant and pot it and then do that, like, macrame situation so that you can hang it from oh, your house. So cool. <laughs> I, I envision stuff like that. Um, I, yeah, I just, I, I want to have art markets in there. I want to have mm. concerts. I want to have spoken word performances where mm-hmm. we just spread a bunch of bean bags and blankets on the floor and we light candles yes. if we're allowed to light candles in a church. I don't know. I guess, right? Probably, probably. yeah. Yeah, candles everywhere. <laughs> you know, 
food. Oh my gosh. How have we not talked about food? We're going to have food up in this joint. (laughs) It's going to be so good. We're going to have potlucks. Yeah, I can't wait for potlucks to come back. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And I was uh, thinking about how um, in the past, uh, Jen and Nate would open up their homes for a Mm. monthly, you know, youth adult gathering slash potluck. And that's great. But, you know, um, what if we can do this in this space for a lot more people? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think a big part of having this like kind of innovative ministry idea of focusing on the arts is a really great way to connect with people. And it's Mm -hmm. um, something else other than, you know, like Sunday church, which is lovely and wonderful and we love it. Um, What else can we do to not only engage with each other, but engage with the community, engage with people that are, you know, physically close to us. And maybe they walk by and they see something really cool is going on next door and maybe they'll, you know, come by and be interested. I think that, uh, what, what I'm kind of struggling with a little bit in my outreach is, you know, finding people who want to be in a church space because there's this kind of bias or, or kind of wall that goes up as soon as you say like, oh, I work for a church or I work at a church. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it could be interesting, but I, I really want this to be truly like community oriented. And I think the idea of church being like, stereotypically just Sunday church and like Christian and a lot of people have a hard time with that. Um, that church doesn't have to be that church can be just coming together and, and eating together. It can be, you know, planting plants and singing songs and going to concert. Like it can be so many things. And luckily we have the space to do that, you know, but I, I think about sometimes if we didn't have the space, what would it still look like? And, and in a perfect world, you know, we're doing a lot of stuff virtually right now with monthly art nights, like you said. And um, we have an art gallery that's on our website that we're highlighting different artists and creators and makers in our community because we're, you know, we're, we're poets and we're singers and we're quilters. There's so many different talents and gifts that we all have that I think is just really cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I think... Um as the for the outreach component too, uh, I talked about accessibility a little bit. Where like mm-hmm. people, you know, yeah, I'm interested in painting. You know, you know, depending on what the art that you're working on together is, it doesn't have to be like you don't have to have like some insane technique or something like that. But you can kind of get into it. But then also the arts, so like music, visual art, and stuff like that, speaks to people on a different level. And so especially when we get a little deeper into the spirituality of it um, and maybe worship services, worship services revolving around the arts more. Yeah, I'm sure we'll find some really um, just engaging um, conversations to follow Mm -hmm. um, within our own congregation, but also new people. Maybe it'll speak to them on a different level than a normal worship service would. Mm. Yeah, for sure. And we also have the office of peace building and policy in our, in our church building. And so a lot of the things that I'm really wanting to incorporate is the uh, subjects of, of social justice issues and things that are going on that people want to talk about and want to have a dialogue about, you know, maybe we could host workshops that are, um, you know, like you said about conflict transformation or 
that are about, you know, pressing issues of the time and inviting folks to come. And we have a, a lecture series or webinar or something like that where people can come make art and talk. Um, you know, it's not just like we're making friendship bracelets. Like right. we're, we're going to do some some cool stuff and cool things. Yeah. And yeah, those are definitely things I'm looking forward to. Um, another unicorn, uh, escape room. Nice. If you're familiar. Ooh, tell me more about that. So have you been to an escape room, Agnes or Jacob? Mm-mm. Okay. I, I, so I have once, yeah. You have yeah. once. Okay. I've never been to one. I've only seen them on TV. It's a lot of fun. But yeah, it's it's like a space where you um, pay money and you go into this room and it's like super, it's like on a, a theme of some kind mm. and it's all decorated and there's stuff everywhere and you're locked in this room and you and whomever is in the room with you, you have to like follow clues to get out of the room, to find the key to get out of the room. And it's really oh, cool. Oh, yes. You have to do like lots of puzzles. Puzzles, and riddles. Like yeah. Yeah. The, a brethren escape room. Brethren escape room. <laughs> That'd be yeah. awesome. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> I feel like that's a big unicorn, but I think that could be so cool. Or just an immersive art experience. It doesn't that even have to. That would be super fun. You know, like something, like let's fill the whole entire space with those like kids ball thingies. Mm-hmm. The ball pit. Yeah. I don't know. I just want to. I just want to. The ball pit. Ayuba would love that. Oh my gosh, he would. Ayuba is our, our three year old in our congregation. Well, and then what? Yes. Uh, speaking <laughs> of unicorns, one last unicorn I kind of had um, for not not for the space that we're working on right now, but for like the rest of that downstairs space is to have kind of a, a maker's space because mm. um, uh, those of you listening who aren't familiar with Washington D.C. Um, it's everyone lives in kind of either apartments, condos or or row houses for the most part. And there's not a lot of space to like work on, you know, projects or bigger projects or things like that. Mm. Um, so yeah, having a space that you can go, you know, to, to fix your bike yourself with tools or something, or like build a cabinet, mm. you know, work on those kind of projects that usually would take a workshop at home yeah. that you can't do anymore. Cause you live in DC. Um, Having a, a space for the community to do that would be really cool, Yeah, I think. I love the idea of having some sort of main hub where people can, like, even borrow tools or something. Yeah. I There's um, – I know – I'm sure these exist, but there's – I think on, like, the Nextdoor app or something, like, some communities really do have that. It's like I have a lawnmower and this guy over here has a bunch of, like, woodworking tools and I have a bunch of planting stuff. So, like, everybody just – borrows each other's stuff instead of everybody owning everything. Yeah. You just borrow from everyone, which is a super smart idea. Like, why don't we do that? <laughs> exactly. I just think that's so cool. Agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah one thing that I would just add, uh, nothing, you know, innovative, but I would love to have a community library housed at our <gasps> church. <laughs> An introvert's dream. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds amazing. Yeah, I, f- I think it's part of um, just so many years having a smaller congregation. You know, you've it the it's hard to like maintain such a large space. Yeah, yeah, As, especially sure. with like a lot of the congregation being working young adults mm-hmm. um, with other jobs and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I know a lot of congregations have like you know retired folks attending and um, people you know who used to do plumbing or carpentry mm. or things like that, you know, who can come in and 
and uh, help maintain whenever things uh, get broken and things like that. But uh, we don't really have that. So this is kind of a nice effort to like try to, yeah, try to clean up and, and fix and renew a lot of spaces that mm -hmm. have been neglected because of that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think about other churches as well, other congregations that aren't even necessarily in our district, but um, anywhere, if, you know, folks listening, if you're a part of a congregation, if you have space in your church, or if you don't have space in your church, how, how might you be able, to be able to incorporate the arts, whether it's having like a wall that you dedicate to a gallery, whether it's, you know, incorporating more arts into service? I think is really cool. Something that we were able to incorporate um, during during COVID and quarantine is is incorporate more visual art because it's easy to share a screen, mm -hmm. you know, and and show everybody whether it's special music or a video um, or something. You know, I remember Jacob, you and I kind of collabed. We um, I videoed like a little candle in front of like a Bible that I, I had folded pages to make it look like a heart and you had recorded um, with your amazing podcast voice a, a scripture <laughs> <laughs> and we edited it together and it's like this beautiful fun video that took no time at all. Yeah and for um, was it Palm Sunday you also did uh, just a quick painting of the word Hosanna mm -hmm. with some images reflecting that sentiment um, and sped it up, and then I just, yeah, recorded a quick ditty yeah. to put on top of that that seemed appropriate for the Sunday. But that was kind of a cool way to, like, start the service yeah. and be a call to worship. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I know that a lot of congregations do incorporate, you know, some arts um, into their uh, into their world. Um, I think about, you know, the altars. And I was a part of, um, at Highland Avenue Church when I was living in Elgin, you know, I was, I helped to, you know, for, for a time, fix up the altar space and drape new stuff and have, you know, a new visual for, for whatever um, season we were in, which was really fun and cool. And there's just so many opportunities, whether you have a small congregation, a gigantic one, um, whether you have resources or not, there's definitely ways to incorporate the arts. And it doesn't have to be on Sunday morning. It can be during the week and can be in the evening it can be an ongoing thing on your website. Um, there, there's just really endless possibilities. And so I'm excited to, to start this here and, and see maybe if other churches want to hire an arts minister, if other congregations are like, oh, that's really cool what Washington City's doing. Like, how can we do something similar? Or we have this, like, gigantic storage room with, like, two things in it. We should revamp it and make it available to the community to either rent out or just use for things. There's, there's really just no, there's no wrong answers, and the, the possibilities are endless. And I think in this time, especially like with COVID and with the un, unsuredness of the future, how can we make church and how can we make ministry more and cool and exciting? Um, just to add to that, I think it's uh, really cool that um, our church is trying to, you know, set up a an established space where we can just be as a community and to share each other's gifts. And I like how grounding that is, even while we're trying to make sure our services are accessible to those yeah. outside of the DC area. Mm -hmm. um, so people can zoom in like, like what I'm doing right now. Um, so I think it's, it, it's great that 
we're um, extending our reach um, and making sure you know our our services and 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 community are accessible elsewhere. But at the same time, it's very grounding to have this uh, build building the space, um, and it feels like you know wherever will be um, that there will be a, a home base uh, in, in DC. Well, that's beautiful. I really like that. Thanks, Agnes. Well, y'all, I, th- I think we've had a good convo. Definitely. Yeah, I, this th- is fun. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thanks for, for chatting and for sharing your unicorns and ideas. Um, yeah, I'd say um, if you want to check out the the virtual gallery space we've got and like see what some of our congregational members are doing, maybe it'll spark ideas for you and your congregations. You can go to WashingtonCityCOB.org. Um, and you should be able to find it from there. Um, yeah. And if you want to, if you're in the area and want to come, uh, you know, get your hands dirty, uh, after <laughs> using so much uh, hand sanitizer over the last <laughs> year, um, yeah, send us, send us a message and come on by. Come get dirty with us Woo. and come make art or just That's come right. to our church. and as a bonus there's an amazing pupusa place like right nearby the church and it's just delicious i've gone there a few times with jesse and jacob oh yes (laughs) and endless endless fun and possibilities when you come hang out with us in washington city church the brethren Thank you so much, Jesse, for facilitating that conversation and bringing in so many voices to talk about your hopes for this creative space on Capitol Hill. And thank you so much to all of those who lent their voices to this project as well. What I loved about this episode was the vision that everyone involved displayed in making aspects of their congregation new to fit the needs of their community, to match the passion of their members, and ultimately to worship God in fresh ways. You could see it literally in how Jesse invited people to imagine what the physical spaces in which they were standing and on which they were working might one day look like, and then what acts of community and joy could take place in them. It felt like a contemporary rendering of that special tradition of using your hands to build the temple and the altar of God. I have come to know that Washington City is such a joy-filled congregation, and it's comprised of joy-filled and joy-making people like Jesse and Agnes and Jacob. I think you can hear that in this episode, too. I also think that you can really hear the echoes of our denomination's compelling vision. Passionate living, radical transformation, a holistic conception of who Christ is and what it means to follow Christ. Perhaps most of all, relationship-based neighborhood engagement, all done by innovative and adaptive and fearless disciples who want to sing and paint and write and dance about what it means to follow Jesus. If you were excited about what Washington City is visioning and doing, I encourage you to check out their website at WashingtonCityCOB.org. I especially encourage you to check out their art page that Jesse mentioned, where you'll find examples of wondrous creativity of people connected to the congregation, from painting to music to poetry to card making to baking and more. And the next time you find yourself in Washington, D.C., 
I hope you'll consider giving them a visit. And I hope that the stories and the dreaming that we've been a party to this episode will inspire you to think about how your congregation can incorporate art and creativity into how you minister to your neighborhood about the beauty of God and God's beloved community and God's precious creation. Thank you. for listening. The Dunker Punks podcast is created by a network of young adults looking to find creative ways to express the truth and beauty of God's wondrous world. This episode was created by Jesse Houth. It was also supported by Jacob Krause, who edits the show, Suzanne Lay, who manages production, Ali Cuny, who manages communications, and myself, Emmett Wachowski Eldred, as your host. We thank Arlington Church of the Brethren and Honor of Peace, who sponsor the show. You can find more about the podcast online at arlingtoncob.org DPP. And you can also find our archives on Apple Podcasts, where you can subscribe and leave comments. Find us on social media at DunkerPunksPod, where you can follow, share, comment, and like. And feel free to email us anytime at dpp at arlingtoncob.org. If you like this episode, I hope you'll share it with a friend and also make sure to check out our next episode posting on October 16th about reconciliation. Lastly, you should know that you are invited to become more involved with the podcast. Consider these ways to become involved and give back and show your support. You can get the latest updates in your inbox at the start and end of each season. Find the link to sign up for our newsletter, which is bit.ly slash dpp underscore e-newsletter. Uh, you can find that also on the right side of our homepage, which again is arlingtoncob.org slash dpp. And if you are so inclined, you can find a donation link on our website to support the podcast. Thank you again so much for listening, and we will see you in a couple weeks for our next episode.